regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features show. Hello and welcome to the Regular Features Podcast, the podcast that is exactly the same every week. Week in, week out, week shake it all about. No matter the coronavirus infection rate, no matter the Australian bushfires, no matter... Something, something, that, something that happens before that. These <laughs> things that traditionally affect hey, us. Hey, no one talks about the bushfires anymore. Australia's suddenly not on fire. Like, six weeks ago, everyone's like, you need to really care about fucking Australia's on fire. Literally no one cares now. Well, let's see if the coronavirus can kill wombats. <laughs> then we'll find out. Yeah, if I, if I see a koala with his paws all mangled by a coronavirus, then maybe I'll start giving a shaz. Been run over by a truck driven by a massive coronavirus. Speaking of which, my feature this week, as it has been every week, is to do with the coronavirus. You need to keep doing this until we've reached the very apex of that infection bell curve. There's something just very... there's. It's, Fertile ground. Me and the coronavirus have something in common in that we love fertile ground. <laughs> and we will infect your ears with feature juices. Mm, we're talking of feature juices and infections. I've been going undercover for a while into Parliament to get the inside scoop on what's going on with British politics uh, vis-a-vis the flipping coronos. So, yeah, I've got a little bit of a scoop this week. Meanwhile, I have had nothing to do with the coronavirus because I am not influenced Thank you. by the last thing they fucking read on Twitter. <laughs> I have instead been influenced by the last thing I read on Facebook. <laughs> Which is nine years old. <laughs> but, you, are, you are working your was, way through the internet back from, from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're doing it like a purist. I'm I was, start I was there when it started, and my God, I'm going to go through it all again, because I feel there were bits I missed. <laughs> Just one more feature. Give it to me. Delicious ice cream. God, I'm sorry, you're recording. From Italy. So, I I don't know about you, but every now and then, someone on Facebook posts something, and it's the first time I've ever seen it, and then I realise it's an old Yahoo answer from 2012, and then it's too late because I've already written a feature about it, like it's contemporary! (laughs) As long as we haven't done it before, it doesn't matter. We haven't done it before, this predates our very pod. Do it! Probably do it predate our podcast not i don't know and i don't mind it probably yeah. came out the very day our podcast started in which case happy birthday us <laughs> so um yeah it was um it's very much in the line of traditional yahoo answers in which people i think well let me just read it shall you yeah do yeah you, don't let you don't, don't react it. in real time yeah Will I get pregnant if he ejaculated in me? Well, me and my boyfriend decided to have sex at my house since my parents are away. We were doing foreplay on for a good 15 minutes. I was giving him head while he was lying down with his eyes closed. Then all of a sudden, my sex... Then this is the point at which it begins. My six foot five inch tall, 290 pounds great Dane came over and stuck his penis in my vagina from behind. It was the worst experience ever. My great Dane started humping me and I was just yelling. My boyfriend was just sitting there shocked. He tried to move the dog but the dog would not bulge. 
Suddenly, I felt, a, I felt a warm, sticky fluid in my vagina. My great Dane finally came off and I realised he'd just finished breeding with me. I sat there shocked, crying, and my boyfriend just hugged me. I was so disgusted. I think I may be pregnant and I'm so scared. What if my babies have dog's heads and human bodies? How do I explain that to my parents? So can I still get pregnant even if my dog came in it? Oh. We have not given advice to people for a long time. And I thought... When when better than to give advice to somebody from eight years ago? Well, like I said, at the time, I thought it was fresh. It had a Facebook (laughs) banner at the top. It was screenshotted. You know what it's like when I'm looking up for problems with digital cameras? There's always ten people who have found it out. So there's probably someone Googling right now trying to find an answer to this exact question. So, you know, get it out there. So I thought... Also, it's going to be useful advice for anyone who encounters this problem in the future. Yeah, absolutely. But also, I do have to warn you, I have been watching a lot of the the Bizarre Adventures of Jojo recently, so I'm sorry if any of that seeps into this. Right. Thank you for your question. I'm glad you came to me, the most educated sexologist in the seven lands on this truly important issue. It is my duty, under the sacred pact of sexology, to inform you that, yes, you are extremely pregnant. As any acolyte knows, the seed of a Great Dane is quickly delivered and so potent that a single bolus-like ejaculation can impregnate hundreds of thousands of hundreds of human women. But there is no need to concern yourself with dog-human hybrid aberrations. Your puny human DNA will succumb in exquisite defeat on the genetic battlefield to the Great Dane's superior biology. There is nothing to do now but wait. I hope you are sitting on the disabled toilet, because you will need to hold on to the rail as hundreds of powerful Great Danes squirt endlessly from you. Unmitigated rubbish! What? You heard, perdifious giver of bogus answers. I have long researched in this area under a series of masters. Masters who at first appeared cruel, but whose demeanour softened as they perceived my talent and passion. I agree that this woman is definitely pregnant with a litter, many hundreds in number. I knew it! But it is only such children that are born sons that will be blessed with the form of a great Dane. All of the girls will be humans, as observed in the marriage of Miss Piggy and Kermit the Frog in the seminal work on this matter, A Muppet's Christmas Carol. This cannot be... And yet he has produced irrefutable evidence. It is simple logic. How else would the breed continue to reproduce? A litter purely composed of Great Danes would only have each other and no human female with which to copulate. You have defeated me with your evidence and logic. There is no path back from this humiliating defeat. (laughs) I never thought victory would come so easily. Truly, I overestimated you as an opponent. Delivering the killing blow to such a low adversary is almost an insult to my dignity. Wait! What? You are both wrong. Explain yourself, stranger, before I deliver this killing blow to a different target to that which I originally intended. You! I will. If you cease producing those puny hooting noises from your tongue cave for the tiniest moment of time. (laughs) Yes, this woman is pregnant, and will give birth to an absolutely fatal number of dogs. That much is true. But... The mixed species litter that you describe would inevitably lead to incest, which, as any biologist worth his salt would know, is how you get the dog's head on human bodies that were the OP's original concern. But, but, how was I to know my love of incest would be my undoing? Feel my strength returning! The only way this scenario would work, by my expert reckoning, is if a select 
collection of supple breeding humans are kept in a heavily booby-trapped pit, through which intrepid Great Dane adventurers must prove their mettle in a series of tests designed to weed out the unworthy. Only once they have bitten a skeleton to bits and solved the riddle where one guard only tells the truth and the other lies. May they slip it in while the woman is getting sucked off by her boyfriend. This describes perfectly the situation described in the question. How could we have been so stupid? Ha 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 ha! You pathetic worms! You are banished forever from answering questions in this kingdom. Now leave me be while I answer this second problem. I was masturbating in my room when the curtain billowed in from a draught caused by the storm gathering outside. A shaft of moonlight landed on my bellend, and I saw a multitude of dust motes dancing between my dick and the moon. When I finally came to climax, I made all of the normal noises, but none of the usual liquids came out of my shout-spout. Did the semen go back into my balls? Will this get my balls pregnant with me? Will my baby come out of my dick or my bumhole or just stay in my ball sack until it dies? Or will it grow forever on my ball nutrients until I have a full-sized duplicate of myself inside my ball sack, wandering in directions that I don't want to go because all it can see is a network of veins and hairy podules? I derive my advice powers from the energies bestowed upon me by the moon. Therefore, I am ideally suited to answer the question— the so-called dust motes you saw were, in fact, transporter beam particles. It is my belief in the moments that the curtain billowed, the moon caught sight of your bell-end and locked on to your dick. When the moment came, the moon teleported your semen deep into its moon guts. In nine months' time, your house will be obliterated by a lunar asteroid with your face. It will shout Daddy then. What colossal tosh! What? I thought I had defeated you. I was brought low by our last encounter, it is true, but I learnt humility by offering advice to the flowers in the field. They whispered their questions to me, and I earned their trust by answering questions such as Why are my legs so soily? And Are petals gay? Soon I was strong enough to answer the questions of the grass snakes and the field mice, the wolf pups and the cattle. After a large number of other intermediate stages that I shall leave to your imagination, but included larger snakes, older wolves, pigs, scarecrows, Janis Joplin, massive trees, and a brass sculpture that wanted a monocle, I had progressed to answering the questions of kings and queens. After many more stages, which included the very earth on which I stood, the other planets assembled, to ask me their questions. I am a gas giant. How long would it take the average human anus to fart me? <laughs> Asked one planet, to which I replied, There is no average human anus. They are all quite wonderful. Soon I was officiating a wedding between two imploding suns and naming stars as they shot out of a proud mother gas cloud. It was then that I felt the weight of the multiverse at my shoulder, and a sad ten-dimensional voice whispered the saddest question of all. What the fuck? I laughed with my hands on my hips for ten minutes before pointing to my dick and saying, That the fuck, big man? Seeing that he had been bested by the longest insult grift in time and space, it submitted to me, 
and I now wear the multiverse in a pendant that I have placed in my ass. I have underestimated your tenacity. I will not do so again. So let me answer the question that has been posed. The boy's dick has been infested by moon motes, which are hard at work converting him into a being of pure... Hi, I'm back too, and I have a story even longer than Matt's! Fucking hell. It's okay, I don't want to tell it, because some of us aren't drama queens. No, the shade is too powerful... I am undone and powerless again. Right, so I reckon all these questions are just people taking the piss. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, fuck! I think I just became a god! Regular features come up! Look, I've got a, a pub question for you. I went to a pub the other day and I gave it a one-star review just because it was too expensive. Is that bad? Mm, I understand that you probably were angry at everyone who went there because they could afford it. <laughs> I wasn't really... No, we are we are a low-expense pub. The, thing, the reason we get low reviews is because we're quite rude staff. Well, that's... Yeah, you see, so do you think that's... An under- <laughs> that's a real reason to give a one-star review. <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. I'm like, yeah. is it... A real reason or not? Because the thing is, I'd just been, for context, I'd just been on a really long walk and we just went for like a quick drink before we went home. And the reason I left that review was so I could be like, so I could say like, what? Because we could have gone to another pub. We ordered four pints of lemonade from the tap and two bags of crisp. How much do you think we got charged for that? Not in four, three pints of lemonade from the tap, two packs of just normal crisps. Seven hundred and twenty-two thousand pounds. Four hundred and thirty-eight. I'm gonna say it's lower than Steve's. I'm just gonna give you that as a. Clue. And I'm gonna give you my pub's price for that. Okay, ten ten. Ten ten. See, ten ten. I think is still like whoa. You're having fucking pints, mate. Pints of of fucking tap lemonade, which is not tap lemonade is not free, mate. Have you do you know how much those things cost? Oh, well, you are sailing to a one-star review over here. Have you been to fucking Weatherspoons? It's one seventy for a half in the fucking Weatherspoons, mate, and their margins are rock low. What, what for? Just for the for, um, a, for a siphon coke, yeah. Wow, I thought there was just that stuff was really cheap, just syrup and plus you fucking bitches coming into a pub and expecting low alcohol, no alcohol drinks for free. Get out of my house. No, I wasn't expecting it for free. But well, don't, we got, you, don't we got... you have a vat of of the syrup downstairs? It comes in, fi- it comes in five liter boxes that are mixed with a five to one ratio and cost forty pounds. So can you, you do the math, Steve? Can you do- dial up and down the ratio? Um, you you can Is it technically. There are little valve knobs there, so I could save money and do that. I've always suspected some pubs have weak, weaker cokes than other than others. Is, is the coke is the coke on a syrup box? Uh, the coke, diet coke, and our whites lemonade all on syrup boxes. Yes, <gasps> I knew it. You have to come down. <laughs> to come down to my cellar sometimes, Steve. I'll show you what all the things are. That'd be great. You never invite me up. You just did. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was fourteen pounds fifty, which I thought was pretty steep. Fourteen pounds fifty. I felt like I'd been mugged. Four pounds, yeah, four pounds for lemonade is a bit much. It's a bit much, mm. yeah. So, I just, 40%. you never know, what were the crisps? What brand were the crisps first? Oh, they weren't even, like, great. I don't remember. They were just, like, walkers. Two bags mm, of walkers. If, you, if you're going to skewer a pub's online reputation, you better remember the details. All right, it was, yeah, it was just, like, it was... Was it Pipers? No, it wasn't Pipers. Was it I remember Pipers? 
No. It wasn't McCoy's. No, they didn't have any. It was just like two bags of walkers. Did I think. they respond to your one star review? No, I'm not going to get into was that. It, was it on Google reviews? It is, yeah. Right. Well, they've definitely seen it because everyone reads these reviews. I know. Do you think they're going to... How, how are they going to feel when they see this review? I don't really mind. Was everything else okay? Was it just the price you didn't like? Uh, yeah, no, and I said that. I said, I said, nice enough place, staff decent, but... Fourteen pound fifty for three lemonades and two bags of crisps, and that's like, a, that's yeah, not a three star kind of review for you. That's not a one star review. I just wanted to warn people because it was at the end of a very long popular walk, and there were two pubs to go to. And I just mm. sort of can't help but wonder if the other. Did you pub... go to the other pub afterwards and buy the same things there to find out the price <laughs> I did, there? I couldn't afford it. You no. could have been throwing them from your frying pan into a very different fire. <laughs> it could be like a thousand pounds. It's interesting because Google, Google, bre- Google breaks well. it down into <laughs> into stars, but they also have the little pound signs. Yeah. So you can yeah, have a yeah. like a a one one star place that is very expensive or you can have a five star place that is super cheap and they want to try and remove the the expense aspect from it because people have all different kinds of yeah, economic of course, value like etc and, and they that. may be willing to pay a bit more and some people don't like being around the kind of person who winces at the price of lemonade <laughs> you know what if it had been like 12 quid i probably would have gone yeah all right something about going blasting past that 14 mark just made me go especially the toilets were flooded everything was just a bit crap yeah uh, to be fair it's not you know it doesn't deserve bad. to charge that and if they haven't got the hourly check on the, oh my god my wine's got a fucking cork in it what the hell i haven't seen that in years this this bottle thinks it's fancy you're a six quid bottle of wine mate who the fuck get me a corkscrew oh, i'll get you a corkscrew And now it's time for Steve's regular features. Steve's update. That was the sound of Log uncorking his wine. I did it perfectly on time, except there was a one-second delay while I struggled. You tuned in to the coronavirus update. I've got four new things that the coronavirus can do. Four? Did you know? Watch out. This is a public service announcement. Coronavirus has grown to the size and shape of a shiny red apple, so be on the lookout for anyone with hands like bushels. And it goes without saying, don't eat any apples. <laughs> the coronavirus has mutated to smell absolutely delicious, so make sure not to follow any scent lines around corners, or else you could fall right into this wily disease's trap. Coronavirus has a sweet little pair of legs now, so it can chase <laughs> after you. Luckily, its legs evolved with high heels, so it can't run very fast. It can get trapped in cattle grids. <laughs> run into fields. That's what they're for. That's what cattle grids are for. Be careful not to taunt or bully a baby coronavirus, as we're hearing reports of people being tapped on the shoulder by a much, much bigger virus. <laughs> <laughs> who rolls up its virus sleeves, as if to say, I'm going to punch you now. <laughs> Always cuts away before it happens, though. Yeah, and you gulp, and you go, and you try to put the baby virus back down where where it was playing with his toys and pat it on the head as if you're <laughs> looking after it. But it's too late. You're in a big cloud of uh, exclamation marks in which fists and legs keep coming out and, like, bongo sounds play. That's the coronavirus update. Watch out for those new characteristics of the coronavirus virus, also known as COVID-19. Yeah. Ooh, squirty squirty, you squirty birty. Ooh, squirty squirty, you dirty birty. It's like a
Well, I'm glad you mentioned the coronavirus in your feature, Steve, because it's been a bumpy old week, not just for coronaviruses, but also for British politics, where we've seen uh, one of the health ministers has basically got it. She's bloody got it. Dories, Nadine Dories. Which is understandable, you know, just, but at the same time, oh. Was that you going, oh, I've got to show some sympathy for it? No, no, absolutely not. I didn't even know that fucking Nadine Dorries had somehow become (laughs) a health minister. Yeah, 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 it's insane. I thought she was some hateful little scrot bag. Who who writes the occasional book that my mum's read? She writes writes books (laughs) that are on sale in Tesco. (laughs) That was damning put down. She's a fucking author. (laughs) She writes books that my mum reads. (laughs) Have you fucking met my mum? I have. She's she seemed nice. She's a delight. Yeah. So <laughs> I've got... <laughs> okay. I've got the inside scoop on this. I've actually uh, managed to um, not only find out who's going to be replacing Nadine, I've got a great honour now in the fact that I'm going to introduce you to the person who's going to be standing in. He's been given the job of health secretary. No. Mm-hmm. It might be temporary, but Rascal. they're here, and we can listen to what they think and uh, what they have to say, and hopefully they'll be somebody a bit more qualified. Than, uh, yeah. they, have, have they written some sort of manifesto? Oh, well, I think so. I think, I think Novels are a bit longer than a manifesto, Steve. <laughs> I think if you invite them into the room now, um, just let them have my seat for a minute, then... We'll hear what they have to say. Oh, would you like to leave? Yeah, I'm just oh. gonna, yeah. I've heard of a novel coronavirus, but I haven't heard of a coronavirus novel. <laughs> oh, here they come. Oh, oh I, was, I was hoping to enjoy that joke a little longer, but no. Hello. Welcome, lady. Gentle lady. Gentleman. No problem. Whatever you like. Welcome. Uh, my name is Mr. Kaifman. Uh, Consolvo Ev Umper. For Stone Age. No, Stevonage. Okay. A lot of people now worried about Pandemic. Okay? A lot of people worried. Come on, you can do this, man. Kawana 10 and 9. Huh? Big beef. Whole glob. All a glob. Big beef. Huh? Mrs. Kavwam, she was. Very wild, Mrs. Kovwam, yeah. Yeah, Miss Kovwam, yeah. Ma- Kovwam. Uh, Miss Kovwam. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Met the romance quiz on podcast. Very good. Very sex warm. <laughs> Very sex good. Bum. Miss um, Kovwam, what? Very wild. She said, Mr. Kovwam, man. Mr. Kovwam, do you honestly spare Spare me believe this go away. Honestly, spare me believe this go away. This is Miss Caveman. Oh, Kovwam. Oh. Cavewoman. Ah, oh, no, Kovwam. Beautiful Kovman, no one. I get a new job. New job. Now, Kovman have job. Dr. Kovman, now health insect tree for Unite Klingon. That's. Mean, huh? That mean. Finally, unite the Klingons. Lady Kavwam, my Godwam, Sersiwam, Sersiwam. That mean, Lady Kavwam, that I make the law about who is sick, bad, cough, cough, no. And who, okay, nice, 
happy, smile, smile, yeah? Smile! Why you not smile? My no colleague says one job, smile, okay? Caveman sounds like he runs a kebab shop. Lady Kovwam say, a chain? I no chain, one chain, go away. Do you listen to this podcast while falling asleep? I plan... <laughs> I fear for your dreams. <laughs> I plan health insectry on my own, okay? May new colleague no good advice. Caveman, Miss Kevwam. Oh, Caveman, good pick me up. G- give you lolly boy good health advice, okay? Health, good lie, top no more one. No snaz. You no snaz, okay? Snaz bad for nose. Have you worked out? Hand. Sneeze. Sneeze. Okay. Sneeze. Death. Bad for nose. Just no, okay? No snaz. Small headache. No nose. No no snaz. Good lie. Live long. Top no more towel. One go lick hand. No lick hand. Lick elbow, okay? Elbow good. Not taste good as hand, but good. Uh, if lady woman or lady man or the friend say, Hey, caveman, look my good hand. Give good look, lick taste. No. No hand. Elbow. Half top. Free. Be good, Seth. Okay? Just be good. Okay? Make bath. Like candle. Read word. Kiss one. But on an elbow or lip. Okay? No hand. Okay? Half top. Far. Okay? Cav man up, okay? Stuff up a loop, ah? Put chin in air, keep chin in air, okay? No big problem, okay? Yeah. Cav man granddad die, yeah. Cav one more dad die, yeah. Cav man friend die, but no problem. Hey, cool. I get invited to four card in with new colleague, yeah? Sparkle one, fine one, yeah? Kava, yeah, Kavman, Kavaman, no need Kavwam, no need family, no need Kavwam, Kavman go own way, huh? Plus, <laughs> Kavman, I can survive MP, please for Kavman, can survive MP, starving eyes. Let's get box set done. I think you are too online if you think you can work in a men going their own way joke into a caveman routine. Well, you got it, didn't you? <laughs> yes. I think I'm also too online. <laughs> and I've just had the report that unfortunately um, that correspondent has been let go for being too qualified for the role. Mm, very good. I just felt that humor. I just felt that him. If I spent more time with him, I'd be fluent in that language. You just put me on an exchange program, and I just live with. I, him for two weeks. I do agree that that having quite in-depth character development from a character that kind of a is incomprehensible and hasn't appeared for two years is maybe not the best idea. No, no. But what's no, done is done. No, no. I, it was a, a, a dream of syllables. Uh, <laughs> I, I am, and little more. That's it. Like, when, <laughs> once I gave into it, I started really going with it and loving it. A myriad of noises. <laughs> I saw a TED talk once about a brain scientist, neurologist, who uh, experienced a stroke and could recount it back in detail how numbers 
failed to make sense to her on the touchpad of a phone as she was trying to call her colleague to ask for help and to send an ambulance. Oh, so she had to go through her wallet to find the business card and match up the symbols on the business card to the symbols on the phone. Wow. Because whichever part of her brain connected those symbols to the numbers, the words numbers in her head had just broken. That's how I felt when I listened to Matt's speech (laughs) just now. Regular, regular features coming to your town. Get ready, because here comes Mr. Regular Features. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. Thank you for listening. It's always the sad part, isn't it, where you have to say goodbye. Like all those TV shows you watch when you're kids and you're, there goes Bod walking away from you. But he'll be back again. But he's not... He's dead. I don't want him to leave now. I don't want him to be back again next week. I want more regular features now, Steve. How can you make that happen? Well, you can make that happen by supporting our craft. And it is a craft because I've got a scalpel in my pocket. (laughs) Ah, I've been digging into my leg for a long time. You haven't complained about that once. No, there's a large patch of blood in (laughs) in my jeans now. And I feel very faint. This is why they say you shouldn't carry knives. <laughs> Get this done before you bleed out, Steve. If you would like to support the arts and crafts of the Regular Features podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features. When you land on that HTML page, you will see the sincerest pitch for your cash. You, you couldn't write anything more sincere. Try it. And if it works, we'll use it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You can donate per episode. It makes everything go. <laughs> I'd like to shout out our laced, late, laced, latest patron. Laciest. Patron. I'm sorry, there haven't been enough pledges lately, and I've forgotten how to speak. Your pledges are the blood that he is leaking from his leg. My tongue blood. My tongue's gone so anemic. It's like a little withered lizard. <laughs> withered lizard? That's a yeah. nice couple of I shouldn't of be able to say withered lizard. <laughs> the, the state my tongue's in. But, hey... Thank you, Edward Pemberton, who's just joined us. Love it. Love a Pemberton. I can't get enough Pembertons. I've never met a bad Pemberton. What weighs more, a Pemberton of of pebbles or a Pemberton of feathers? A Pemberton? Depends whether it's in a vacuum or not, and we can't ever create a perfect vacuum. So the the point is moot. The Pemberton vacuum has been up and running for 50 years. (laughs) But if you can't, don't, won't or shan't pledge, just tell your friends how cool we are. (laughs) (laughs) That's not going to... It's not a long con, is it? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) Regular Ficheros.